them motherfuckers can't stop in battling. You don't want me to start tattling. All up on the states, cause y'all snakes keep rattling. Bitch, you ain't got nothing on the rich. Every other day, my whole dress code switch. You wanna clock me like Sherry? Ain't got to worry. Even if I'm smoked out, I can't be scoped out. I'm too ill. I represent Park Hill. See my face on a $20 bill. Cash it in and get $10 back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? I had to hit y'all with that for a minute. I had to hit y'all with that for a hot minute. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been gone for a hot minute. But we back up in this piece, man. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to let y'all know, man. It's 2019 and I still bang the shit out of that 90s shit, man. I bang the fucking shit out of that 90s shit, man. But let's be real. The 90s shit was fire. It was fire. But I'm going to tell y'all the truth. The only reason that... Not even, not even the only reason. The thing is, when our generation that grew up that that knew about it, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of young heads know about that '90s shit a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They might have listened to the shit now, or they uncles or something had it like in 2010 or 2005. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But the ones that was indulged in that. And lived in it, you know what I'm saying? We were all like becoming halfway becoming the person that we are today. You know what I'm saying? And that's why when we hear that shit, we like, man, I hear this song and I remember when I was over this chick crib and her mama came home and I had to go out the fire escape or I had to hide in the closet. You know what I'm saying? Just on some ill shit or this story remind me of me and my boys went to the club and we macked on all the bitches. You know, just that it it make you feel good. You know, it take you back to a time to a certain extent. Take you back to that time. Cause you know when we was coming up, what our parents used to say, uh, we we had the temptations and the faux tops. Cause that was they shit. You know what I'm saying? By the time the 90s came around, our parents was late 30s early 40s you know what i'm saying so the temptations faux tops the marvin gaze the spinners dramatics that was that was they nas and wu-tang and and nwa and public enemy you know what i'm saying so to speak like it is to us so it's a cycle that that's going to continue to go but the thing about it the thing about it really is that we know about hip hop. So we can teach our kids about hip hop. Our parents couldn't teach us shit about hip hop. We learned it on our own. We learned what was commercial. We learned what was whack and what was considered dope. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny because back then, if you look at it, Sugar Hill Gang was commercial as fuck. But they get the respect because they was like the first on radio. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, and the, and the killer part, it was like right at the end of disco. You know what I'm saying? Remember they burnt all the disco records? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what was that, Chicago? 
they had the whole baseball stadium. They burning disco records. So that was like the end of disco. And fucking Sugar Hill Gang came in the game with a fucking sample of a disco hit. And killed it. You know? But we grew into what was dope. And it was like, we didn't have to, like, I don't know, vote on it. Or have dialogue about it. It was just like a, a conscious thing. Like, no matter if you was from the East Coast, the Midwest, the West Coast. It was just like, everybody was like, at the same time, like, I like this. I don't like that. This is all right. You know what I'm saying? But in the beginning, it was cool because it was just like, damn, rap was so fresh. You know what I'm saying? We, we started a new slang. Our parents like, what the fuck is wrong with my kids? What the fuck is this shit they listening to? Ah, uh, never mind. It'll pass over in a year or two. It's just the phase that them kids going through. No. Like Karis once said, 50 years down the line, you can start this. Then we'll be the old school artists. And even at that time, I say a rhyme. That's why he's the goat to me. KRS is. You know what I'm saying? He said rap wasn't even 20 years old. This was in what 87 88 maybe when he dropped by all means necessary by any means necessary my bad he dropped that shit you know what i'm saying but at the beginning i remember anything that had to do with rap i was i just gravitated to it you know what i'm saying like man it was one artist me and my cousin used to always listen to but now i listen to him now i'd be like man that shit was garbage that shit was whack you know what I'm saying? Damn, what was his name? Golly. I can't even remember the name, man. But anyway, at the time, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? You had like your Busy B. You had like your Kumo D, Treacherous 3, Grandmaster Flash now, Cold Crush Brothers now. You know what I'm saying? And everything was original. And it was like, it was like you'll get your ass beat if you sounded like this other dude. You know what I'm saying? It, I believe like okay, we are from the same neighborhood. So if we are from the same neighborhood, our lingo gonna be the same. You know what I'm saying? And that's true to this day. Like if you from say the Bronx, the way you talk is gonna be different from cats that live in Queens. So as soon as you open your mouth, they'll be like, oh, he from the Bronx. Just by certain little words you say. Words you use. My bad. I'm fumbling and stumbling on shit. But like little words you use. That's anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So it was like. Okay. If you got two artists that's from the Bronx. Just per se. They from the Bronx. They lingo. The way they move is going to be the same. But it was like. Okay. This one group got the fame first. So now we got to go a whole new avenue now. We can't sound like these dudes. Even though we cool with them, they stay around the corner from us. We, we can't sound like them. We can't sound like the next man. Or you'll get fucked up. Your career would have been shot. You know? But the thing is, with hip hop, parents didn't know what the fuck to do now now me let me see 
you know, I, I know about Sugar Hill Gang. But when I first was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got that moment in time when they just heard a hip-hop artist, album, or song. And they were just like, what the fuck? This shit is here to fucking stay. I'm not talking about you, these new cats. I'm talking about the originators, the old school heads, the ones that paved the way. You know what I'm saying? We the ones that paved the way for what is going on now. The fans, the artists to an extent, but it was the fans. You know why? Because we rocked out with MCing. Kumo D was an MC. LL Cool J was an MC. Melly Mel was an MC. Cash wasn't fucking with no goddamn Fresh Prince. Cash wasn't fucking with no Hammer. You know what I'm saying? When Sugar Hill made that song, Cash really wasn't fucking with Sugar Hill because they was commercial. And that's how it was. It was like, okay, your shit dope. Here in the radio, but once I hear you further than that, you commercial. You commercial now. Get on out of here. This is from my. This is from my point of view. You know what I'm saying? But back to the subject. When I first heard motherfucking criminal fucking minded, I lost my fucking mind, dude. I lost it. Never forget it, man. I'm in seventh grade. Now I'm listening to rap all, all before then. I'm listening. I'm liking it. You know the Just Ice, MC Shan, Schoolie D, Ice T. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. But when Boogie Down Productions dropped Criminal Minded, I say, what the fuck? My whole fucking world changed. I say, God damn. I never forget. Seventh grade. We went on a trip. School trip to Washington, D.C. We in a motherfucking um, bus. All the boys was on one bus. The girls was on the other bus. We had like a Greyhound had led TV. You know, we chilling. My homeboy Stephen Hill had a boom box. He brought his boom box on the fucking bus so we could listen to some music while we ride to DC. Now, this is an eight hour ride from, at the time, Wayne, Michigan to Washington, DC. This nigga done put in a motherfucking criminal minded shit I did not go to sleep on the bus we listened to the shit over and over and over all the way there and all the way back that's all I wanted to hear that's all I wanted to hear and what's gonna fuck y'all up is it wasn't even the hit songs that got me hooked. It wasn't The Bridge Is Over. It wasn't Criminal Minded. 
It wasn't poetry, elementary. It was, I can't even remember. But the, the song started off like from the Bronx, Blastmaster KRS One, proving that my job ain't done until I get some more. No need to roar or yell, cause I can still tell what will sell and what is sold without yelling over a drum roll. That style is old. So unfold, blossom, bloom. You got the room. So go ahead and consume. I say, oh my fucking God. Them fucking lyrics right there was so like futuristic and so fucking advanced at the time. And then when I really started listening to the fucking song, the album, then you hit me in the chest with criminal minded. You socked me in the jaw with the bridge is over. You gave me an uppercut with nine millimeter go bang. I say, oh hell no. Nah. I'm motherfucking over here punch drunk. Not one song on that album was trash. Not one. And that that was that right there had me hooked. And that's why nowadays. Cats like us that came from the old school, it's not that we shitting on the new school. It's just like they say, you don't know where you're going until you know came from where you're being. Whatever the fuck the shit say, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. And it's like you had Big Daddy Kane, you had Rock Kim, you had Chuck D, you had KRS One. You know what I'm saying? You even even MC Shan, he had his own flavor. You had LL. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the lyrics. Okay, say LL was 16 when he dropped radio. So when LL was 16, I probably was about 12, 13, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But the mindset of this cat was fucking off the charts at 16 compared to a 16 year old now but yo yeah, that's what it is it's, it's just like um, we came from a different era not saying that it's better but we were smarter you know what I'm saying like the average teenager back in the old days was way smarter than the average teenager of 2019. This is facts. Now the kids, teenagers of 2019 are more advanced. You know what I'm saying? They got computers, smartphones, smart TVs, smart refrigerators, all that crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? They've been babied a little more than what we were. You know what I'm saying? We we grew up in the village where if moms was at work, the next door neighbor was your mom or pops. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if they checking you and then your moms come home and they had to tell moms that they check you, oh, you getting checked by them and moms. 
We didn't want to get checked twice in one day. That's where we came from. But, okay, I'm I'm, going to give y'all a little something. Like, okay, this is J.R. the Damager. I don't know what age he was when he wrote this. I know when I listened to it, I felt it, and I probably was like 18, maybe. You know what I'm saying? This from Come Clean. He said, you want to front what? Jump up and get bucked. If you're feeling lucky, duck, then press your luck. I snatch fake, fake gangster MCs and make a faggot flambe. Your nine spray, my mind spray. That's deep. Like, nigga, I ain't got to use no motherfucking gun. I use my mind. I use my smarts. You know what I'm saying? Now we're going to go to this a little Yachty verse. I don't know when he wrote it, but he's a kid. And this is what the kids is listening to nowadays. He say, uh, thug a little bitch speak Ebonics. A, shoot that Glock supersonics. Bow, bow. I drop a dub at Onyx. A, toot, toot that thing up, toot. Beat from the back, she running. Be a beer. Pink panda bag, I'm tumbling. Be a year. What the fuck is he talking about? Would you please tell me what the fuck is he talking about? You know what I'm saying? And that's the reason why the old heads like that 90s shit because it was thought provoking. This shit now was not thought provoking. It's not necessarily whack, but it's just not thought provoking. You know what I'm saying? Because look, back in the day, when we was going out, we teenagers, we may be 20, 21, 18, 17, we, we in the clubs. No doubt, we in the clubs. And when we in the clubs, we do want to hear some Hammer, some 95 South, 69 Boys, MC D, shit like that, because that's going to get the girls dancing. DJ Magic Mike. Two live crew, disco Rick. That's gonna get the girls dancing. But once you leave the confines of that club, wasn't none of that shit coming home with you? You wasn't bumping no disco Rick in your car? Well, I was. I like disco Rick. But for the most part, people wasn't bumping that shit in their car like that. You wasn't bumping 95 South in your car like that. The real heads wasn't. That's what that was club music. Straight club music. Now, I'm going to hit y'all with one more. I'm going to be up out of here. Hit you with one more. Okay, this is Rich the Kid, I think. But this some new school stuff. He say, I want the money, but you want the fame. Lit nigga, fame, lit nigga, yeah. Ran the check way up, my pocket's bigger. Woo woo. Brought the left form, bitch. We don't take no pictures. We don't take no pictures. Pull the stick out. They don't want no issues. Grab back. Don't want no issues. Don't want no issues. Want no issues. Sometimes I tote two guns. I run with plenty killers. Plenty killers. I rock two rollies. I'm not regular. I'm straight out them trenches. Out them trenches. That's what our kids is listening to. We have failed our kids. We have failed them. 
So from this day forward, my kids will be knowing more about the old school and the lyrics. Now, this is X-Clan. We came up on this. This type of shit was on the radio playing like 80, 40 times a day. Did I just say 80, 40? 84 times a day. <laughs> I'm tripping. But look, here you go. Say, Abracadabra, I lie, baby, professor, all hell fucking lesser. Sweet tongue, grand writer of scrolls. Now behold, let the legend unfold. Born unto cosmos, for no time and space to exist. Vibe in the midst of the chaos. Mourners label me as illogical, mythological. They couldn't comprehend when I brought the word. A stick called verb, a black steel nerve. Teaching those actors and actresses who write a couple of lines on what black is really. Then they label me a sin, cause a brother just speaks from within. Come on, man. We had all type of shit, man. You can go any way. Gangsta rap. And it ain't, it ain't even called gangsta rap. It's just what the media says. But that's the that's the main reason why we listen to the 90s shit in 2019. Because it's thought-provoking, for one. For number two, it makes us go back to a time when we was younger. When we still were. When we was the, the niggas. You know what I'm saying? When we was that it for them, what, eight to ten years. Not the shit on the the, the, the kids now. That's the niggas now. But they don't have no knowledge. They don't have no knowledge. You know? If I had the motherfucking means... I would teach these kids the knowledge of true hip-hop, the meaning behind it. And hip-hop fucked up when they let these corporate heads get involved just to make a little couple extra dollars. Because if you talk to any of the old school heads, they thing was just to be the man or the woman in their neighborhood. They was happy with that. They walk around the corner and they be like, oh, they go Shantae. Shantae, you got new, let me get that new tape you got coming out. Here you go. Shit like that. That's all they wanted. And then it's like, okay, we can make a little money. That's cool. The money cool. I want to rock a crowd. Now it's flip-flop. It's like, I need money to rock a crowd. And that's the only thing. It ain't that the old heads be hating. It's just the culture is is constantly, slowly leaving. Because hip-hop is b-boying, MCing, DJing, breakdancing, graffiti. You don't see none of that no more. On a on a um, main stage so to speak the main plateau you will find it but you gotta dig underground and get it you know what I'm saying 
But at the same time, can't forget about the 80s either. Because the 80s had some dope MCs. Everybody talk about the 90s, but half of the, from 90 to 95 was like half of the fucking late 80s MCs and groups sophomore albums. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like EPMD was like 88, 89. So they was on like the second and third album by 91, 92. Run DMC was phasing out. But Cats always had respect for Run DMC. These new dudes don't have respect for the old heads. And the ones that do, you don't hear them on the radio. But that's it, man. Get back with y'all, dog. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna leave y'all so long next time. We gonna do this. Hit me up, the Boneyard three one three at Gmail. Hit me up at the Boneyard on IG. You know what I'm saying? Let's connect, man. Let's do this shit, man. I wanna hear. I want. Look, my next episode. I wanna, I wanna get. Some motherfuckers that's from like New York, Cali, and talk about their hip hop experiences coming up. The old heads. You know what I'm saying? I know they got some stories to tell. You know, because it's like back then it was like you go to Albert Square Mall and you'd be like, oh, they go for Shantae and Biz or. You know what I'm saying? You driving down Crenshaw. Oh, they go easy them. Oh, they go whatever. You know? But holla at your boy. The Boneyard. Peace out.